I struggled with mental health for years. I'm not afraid to say it. Yes. The day after my mum's funeral, I went straight into secondary school. So like the timing was just like incredibly bad, like in terms of you're starting off in a, in a completely new environment. You don't know anyone. You feel completely on your own and then you kind of, you completely isolate yourself. It was incredibly tough years. Went through like kind of eating disorders and stuff like as a result of it. And there's some days where I might not be here today. Yeah, that's a snippet of Six Nations Full Contact, which landed on Netflix on Wednesday of this week. It's yet another of these behind the scenes in sport documentaries from Netflix, akin to the ones that we've seen in F1 and tennis and so on. Uh, We watched a few episodes of it at home on Wednesday evening and I really enjoyed it. It's fascinating to get insight into the psychology of the players and the coaches. And Ireland's Andrew Porter, who you just heard there a second ago, is definitely one of the standouts from this series. He's just incredibly open and honest about the pressures that can come from performing at such a high level, but also the human side of it. Um, And it's a stark reminder that everyone everywhere has something going on that they're battling or they've gone through and, you know, how that can be used to motivate you, I suppose, to perform at the highest level. Uh, So if you're looking for something to watch this weekend, I would highly recommend it. Alongside this... Emergency. My girlfriend and me got kidnapped last night. And you didn't call last night when this occurred? I was tied up. Tell me what happened. I wake up. Bright light blinding us. Taser goes off. And I see they're wearing wetsuits. What, what did they swim in? So what happens next? There's blood in your house. Do you know where she is? I didn't do anything. Yeah, you did. Oh my God, it's her. I just got a message. She's walking over to my house. I've never heard of a case where the kidnappers drop their victim at the front door of their house. We thought she's this innocent victim. She looks more like a suspect. Police now wondering, is Huskins a real life gone girl? Something else has happened here. Maybe this is about revenge. We find zip ties, toy guns, and a blow-up doll. Can this get any stranger? Who's really behind all of this? And they get an email confessing to the crime. Did we all get this wrong? Yeah, that's on my list for this evening. It's called American Nightmare and it too is on Netflix. It's a true crime documentary that was recommended to me by my colleague Rory. And it tells the story of a mysterious kidnapping of a woman called Denise Hoskins. That's the one, Huskins, in 2015. Uh, as I say, I'm going to watch it this evening. But as ever, if you've got any recommendations, please do drop me an email to techtalk at newstalk.com. Now, last week on the show, I brought you my interview with the head of MX at Samsung Ireland on the back of the new S24 lineup launch. I mentioned that I was playing around with the S24 Ultra and I did my review on the Pat Kenny show. 
on Tuesday, which you can listen back to if you want on the News Talk app powered by GoLoud. But one area I wanted to delve a little bit deeper into was the camera. If you've bought a smartphone over the last number of years, you're probably familiar with the heavy lifting many cameras do these days. They make it almost impossible to take a bad shot, right? But with the S24, not only do we have five incredible lenses, we also have a lot of AI wizardry working in the background. Tom Douglas has been testing it out and he joins me now. Tom, how's things? Good, good. Thank you very much for the opportunity at testing. What was a pretty impressive phone overall, I have to say. Yeah, I have to say I was excited about this because I sat through the briefing, I sat through the unveiling and I had it for a few days and I've always been a Samsung fan. Like I think the design of their phones is always incredible. They do always try to push in as many features as possible. But I was curious about the AI. I said on Kenny on Tuesday that a lot of the features that I encountered kind of existed elsewhere before. And that's why I wanted to get your take on the camera, because as I've said to you previously, you know, I am, I always take photographs. I've already taken about 100 photographs today of just mundane things around the place. So I wouldn't necessarily be the best person to get the most out of what is an impressive camera when you put it on paper. Like, I don't know if you know off the top of your head that the key specs in terms of the lenses and so on of this device, but it's not just the lenses, it's also the artificial intelligence as well. Yeah, the first thing when you handed me the phone was the impressive array on the back. There's three bigger lenses and two smaller lenses. The main camera is a 200 megapixel 24mm lens. The selfie is a 12 megapixel 26mm lens. The Super Tele is 111mm, so quite long. I think that's the 10x mm-hmm. in the camera app, if memory serves, 50 megapixel camera. The Tele is a 10 megapixel 67mm, so about half of the length of the Super Tele, so that would presumably be the 5x. Mm-hmm. These numbers don't match up to the camera app for whatever reason. Um, and the ultra wide is a 12 megapixel 13mm, which is 0.6, interestingly, not 0.5 like other phones I've used. Okay. So it was a bit of a quirk. And so when you read, and let's just not talk about the phone for a second, when you read that spec sheet as a photographer, do you instantly think, okay, this is going to be high quality and this might get me to leave one of my bigger cameras at home and just go for a waddle with the phone on its own? I don't think so because we've we've talked about this a lot. Phone, even like I have a Z Flip 2 here or 3 here, that is my personal phone. Like it's all processed Mm. and it's all heavily processed. Whereby if I bring my camera with me, I have control over every aspect of the image but if like you say I think you you might have seen me post a story of one of the pubs around here I took that with the S24 Ultra and edited it quite heavily and I could see you know you can just kind of see where the processing has happened sometimes if you look closely Mm. Uh, on the left side of that image there was a neon sign and I could just see a bit of artifacting appearing you know you can I wouldn't I wouldn't print it okay but for Instagram posts for like I sent that to my friend and I said you know point out where I have removed an object and he noticed only because he was looking for it but Mm. he wouldn't have noticed had I not told him there was something in this image that there isn't anymore. Yeah and and we're going to talk through some of those features because they are quite cool and they are quite useful Um, but just in terms of the out of the pocket point and shoot how did it compare to your standard phone and did, did you 
have a wow moment, you know, because again, this is a 1400 euro phone, right? Mm. So you do want a little bit of a wow moment for the basic point and shoot. Yeah, the 5X and the 10X were the wow moments. For me, I popped up on the roof here uh, the other day and took pictures of, there wasn't much really. I was looking for seagulls. There wasn't seagulls. I should have brought a sandwich out with me. <laughs> um, I went, there was a swan on the Liffey there on Thursday morning and I went out with the 5X and the 10X just from a bridge from a good 50, 100 feet away. And I was impressed with the quality that because it's optical zoom, you're not relying on digital artifacting or digital zoom or mm-hmm. you're not relying on the computer putting in, filling in the gaps. But once you go beyond 10x, I found that to be quite mushy. Okay. Um, It's better if you keep it steady, but even still, you can still see a bit of digital weirdness going on. Uh, beyond 10x, particularly at 100x, if you aren't holding it completely steady. Mm. The steady, the, what would you say? Image stabilization. The image stabilization, thank you, kicks in, but... Oh, also quite handily, um, it gives you an inset image from the 5 or the 10x when you were zoomed in all the way. Mm. So you can actually see some of the context of the scene and not just like, let's just say this this wall is just a grey wall beside us. You can actually see where on the wall you are Mm -hmm. because otherwise it might be hard to pick out a particular landmark. Uh, One of the things that we spoke about before is how... Like I always remember seeing this very starkly with Huawei. So the Huawei cameras had the Leica lenses built in and incredible clarity of the image. But I always felt like it made the blues like steroid blue, do you know, like mm. just completely off the charts, not natural shading at all. Um, did you find aspects of over enhancement of colours or anything like that? I did find a funny quirk and actually I sent this in a text to a friend of mine. I took two images from the roof with the main camera, the 1X camera and you know when you tap your finger on the screen you can adjust the brightness and I thought the picture was a little bit dark so I adjusted the brightness and one of the pictures is significantly more yellow than the other. The brighter picture is definitely more yellow than the darker picture. Um, now, that can be edited if you are so inclined, but I just thought it was a funny quirk. Um, otherwise, I was pretty impressed. Yeah. Um, Colour reproduction is good. I was a bit disappointed in the reflections eraser. And that's a, a feature my Z Flip has as well. I'm a person who wears glasses. Mm-hmm. You are a person who wears glasses. Mm-hmm. We can't take a picture in front of a light without having it projected onto eyes. Yeah. Um, it's just the way things are. And I was hoping this would do something because if you take a selfie and you've glasses on, the lights around are going to reflect. Mm. It's just the way of life I've gotten used to it. I was hoping it would do something, but I took a selfie outside on Pierce Street where it was quite dark out after work and it just didn't. It said the reflections had been raised. <laughs> I was like, no, they haven't. <laughs> I can still see them. Yeah, I was playing around with that feature here in the office. So I sit beside the window and I just pointed the camera out and I could instantly see the reflection of the fluorescent lights from the office on the window in my image. And the prompt came up that I could select where that reflection is. So circle the the reflection and it would remove it. And on my first go, it worked really, really well because it was essentially the reflection was appearing on a grey building across the way. But then there's another building opposite on the left-hand side and it was red brick. 
and it didn't do as well. It looked like mashed potato kind of editing on the red brick, just given, I think, maybe the texture of the building or whatever it is. But I could instantly see where the object had been removed or where the reflection Mm. had been removed. So I do think, in theory, this sounds like a super useful feature. And as you say, as a glasses wearing human, it would be great to have. Mm. But my experience of it was a little bit hit and miss. Yeah, I found that with Shadows as well. I might have given it not the best opportunity by using a night scene, but I was thinking, oh, maybe, you know, there was a couple of people around, a couple of cars around. Maybe it can detect where the shadows are off the streetlights mm. and it took somebody's arm off Yeah, in the same, same edit because I think maybe it decided that that part of the image was dark enough for it to be a shadow, whereas the person was just wearing a black jacket and a black glove. Yeah. So it might have gotten confused between what was and what wasn't parts of human. <laughs> yeah, which isn't ideal. But I do think it's going to get more intelligent. Yeah. And so this isn't, I, I'm not dismissing or kind of rolling my eyes at the notion of these features because even for uh, just a amateur Egypt like me who likes snapping photographs, I see the benefit of it and yeah. I want to get better because there's always going to be a scenario where there's going to be a bin in the background of your shot or yeah. someone's pulling a face or whatever it is. Um, you would hope as well the fact that people are going to start buying these phones and using these features that it might train the model to do better. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully that is something that Samsung can see a curve on soon when obviously they've they've had their own testers doing it but that won't supplement the volume of people using the phone day to day. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the features exist on my Z Flip 3. Not the one they've marketed heavily, but object eraser, reflection remover. I did not realise these were a thing until I started playing around with the settings of my own camera app to compare. Mm. And the object eraser feature they have marketed very heavily. The kind of diamonds in a blue-green circle. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get that feature to work on the S24 Ultra. At all? Nope. I could not get that object eraser or moving I saw a promo where somebody moved a person who was playing basketball to a different part of the court or I just couldn't it kept saying it couldn't fill image and I took a couple of screen recordings because I was like surely there's something I'm doing wrong here Mm. but I looked at reviews from other people on YouTube and they were doing very similar to me I just couldn't get it to work Okay, now look, uh, to be fair to Samsung, we should say the device that we have is an early review Mm. device that this was sent in to us the day of the launch. So this could just be one of them things. Yeah, Um, but the object eraser feature that exists on the Z Flip 3 as well, it's in the camera app edit and more options or like there's like a three dots menu, four dots menu, something like that. Mm -hmm. That works and it works well. Okay. But I, yeah, I, I tried to remove a bin or I tried to remove some rubbish off the street and it did an okay job. Sometimes it's noticeable, sometimes it's not. Mm. I removed a manhole off the road, which was just a tarmac road and it did a great job with that because the surrounding was so consistent that all it had to do was say, ah, that's that's what you want as opposed to this. Mm. And it did a really good job. Yeah. Uh, so, like, looking at the, the features that you already have on your phone versus the quality of the camera of the uh, Ultra and the features that are sort of being pushed on this phone, are you rushing out to upgrade? I do want to upgrade. I am looking at this, I'm looking at the OnePlus and I'm looking at the Pixel 8. Eight yeah, yes. which is a great phone. I'm very impressed by the 5 and 10 
X cameras on the S24 Ultra. I have a 0.5 and a 1 mm. on my phone. And I've noticed when the light gets bad, my phone is... The Z Flip 3 struggles mm. in low light. It seems to get to a point where it slows the shutter as opposed to opening up the iris. Okay. Um, the way a camera works is it opens up the iris to let in more, more light. And once the iris is as open as it can be, it then has to leave the shutter open for longer to let in more light. But I found the S24 Ultra, the Iris selfie, Selfies 2.2, the Iris on the main camera is 1.7. That's extremely bright, even by modern photo lenses mm. uh, standards. F1.7 is super bright, so it gives it more of an opportunity to let in more light before it starts to slow the shutter. So you start introducing motion blur mm-hmm. or if your hand's not steady, it starts blurring the entire image. I took a picture of my room last night and it was clearly too dark for the selfie camera. So I turned it around and used the main camera. It was fine. Wow. And uh, final question, in terms of the editing of your images, did you use the S Pen at all? Because you were actually, when I when I knew this was the phone I was getting in for review, I was thinking of you going, I wonder now with the S Pen and the processing power inside of this device, would that entice you to edit on the phone itself rather than bringing it over to a laptop and Photoshop and all that kind of jazz? I'd love to see how it interacts with the Photoshop apps, the Lightroom apps. Um, I didn't log into my account. I only had the phone for a couple of days. I wasn't going about changing devices in it. Oh, yeah, none of that. Um, I'd love to see how it interacts there. I don't think I would. I think the controls are intuitive enough by touch mm-hmm. inside the phone itself. But maybe if I wanted something a bit more fine detail in Lightroom or in Photoshop, I might. Um, certainly for drawing around subjects with the object eraser. If you are using the one in the more options menu, I'd certainly use the pen because it's it's so much more accurate than your finger because yeah. it doesn't subject snap, whereas the AI button feature does subject snap and I found it to be really good at working out, okay, you're looking for the post box or you're looking for the bin or you're looking for that person in particular. Mm. Uh, it was really good. But yeah, I, the S Pen, I used it in the notes app just to see what it was like. Yeah. Um, my handwriting is dreadful and God love it, it just couldn't... It couldn't work out what I was trying to say. But overall, I was impressed with the cursor appearing on the screen. That was a very, very nice feature. Mm -hmm. Now, look, it's I think no matter what way you look at it, if you're looking at it on paper or looking at it in your hand, it's an impressive phone. And it does have more processing power than the average laptop. Mm. And it has incredible spec. I just, I think when there's such a song and dance about AI features, you kind of have to go down the rabbit hole to see if the AI features are worthy. Mm. Like, is that the only good thing about this phone? And I would say no. They're like a nice little sprinkle on top of a cupcake, but you're still going to want the cupcake more than the sprinkle, if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, that as, would be my yeah. Take. as a photographer, I think I would maybe use them once, play around with them and then go back to my usual workflow of spending a half hour loading up Photoshop and <laughs> <laughs> going about my really fine edits and painting this bit and copy and pasting that bit. And But yeah, hopefully, as you said, hopefully it will just stand to improve mm. with updates, with more users, with better machine learning in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are thinking of upgrading or if you have a device that think you think has the best camera out there, email me techtalk at newstalk.com. I'm using the iPhone 14 and uh, I think it's incredible. I'm so impressed by it. Uh, but I'd love to hear from you. As I said, the email address is techtalk at newstalk.com. Tom Douglas, thanks so much. Thank you. Now, when we come back here on Newstalk, our book club is going to, I want to say review, but that's not accurate. We're going to talk about The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> 